This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Round the Boards, updates from Dunedin City Community Boards on ORFM Dunedin's awesome morning show. Targo Peninsula Community Board up today and joining us on the programme once more, Paul Pope, Paul Morena, good to have you with us. Oh, Jeff. How are you today? You're probably winding your way around the harbour as we speak, and that's probably a, a topical subject for us today. We've talked about the shared path a, a number of times, but it's all that little bit more special and close now. It has a, a new name. Yes, yeah, so I've just driven uh, down Tiawa Otako, the Ocean River, um, and that's the name given to the eastern or the Otago Peninsula uh, Trail. And, uh, of course, State Highway 88, known as Tiara Moana, the Ocean Path. Uh, and, look, I think um, in, the, in the whole the whole path of, of, between both sites is actually Tiaka Otago, the Otago Vine. And um, I think it's a really um, special way of actually uh, just um, acknowledging, as I say, Otago and, and the importance of the harbour. Um, it gives us, uh, I guess, almost uh, a meaningful um, brand, I suppose, in a way, to, to the site. And I think the other thing, too, is that um, it actually acknowledges uh, the late Tahu Potiki, who, um, who passed away back in uh, a few years ago, uh, acknowledges his uh, input into uh, the, the peninsula and uh, his importance to Otako as well. The naming comes also as we come that much closer to completion of this path. It's not far away now, and it's time, I guess, to reflect on the massive amount of work that's gone in to make this possible, uh, obviously from the community's perspective, from all of Denise's perspective, but just from a logistical perspective too, Paul, those sections of the harbour being re- reclaimed, there was a realignment to, to be done in various places, retaining walls done, boardwalks built. It's just been a huge project, hasn't it? It's been it's been a massive project, probably probably the biggest capital project on the Otago Peninsula since Lana Castle was built. Um, to be honest, I, I, look, I think um, you know it's been a fantastic project. There's been um, one or two times where the community have sort of been a little frustrated, I suppose. I mean, um, uh, you know, we've got Harbour Cone. Well, we've had been the place of orange cones as well. There's been um, there's been zillions of them. Wouldn't, wouldn't we all like twenty cents for every whoever orange cone that was on the road? Um, but I think um, it's been a credit to Fulton Hogan as a contractor and also to the council, um, the way in which also that they've communicated with us as a board but also with the community um, because, like I say, this has been a, a very big thing. It's not entirely finished. There's a couple of areas that we would love to see um, just completed uh, later on down the track um, that would really just connect the whole thing completely. And I know council have been been sort of taking some of those comments both from the board and the community on on board. Well, uh, what has been done uh, will be open by the end of July, we tell us. So we we wait with bated breath uh, to some announcements around that. Paul, no doubt there'll be some community celebration around it as well, uh, which we might be able to talk about next time we chat. Oh, hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll have an opening for the Portobello, the final Portobello section, as I say. Um, uh, you know, Portobello's the roundabout king now. 
um, but also um, the, the section running through Broad Bay, which connects the two townships also, uh, is a really fantastic uh, way to, as I say, join those communities together. You mentioned Portobello. You wanted to talk about parking in Portobello, Paul. Oh, look, it's the agile thing. Uh, with change in the road and the layout of the road, uh, one of the things that's come up is um, the way that parking is actually going to be developed in the actual township itself. Um, so we've got uh, DCC staff coming out on Thursday after the board meeting to come and talk to one or two of the businesses just about those final changes. Um, it's pretty crucial. Look, it's, you know, in any kind of new development, there's always um, concerns, I suppose, from businesses and from locals about um, the way that parking is going to be restructured and managed. So looking forward to having that conversation. I'm sure that we can work through those issues. Um, because, you know, surprisingly enough, for a small place like Portobello, we actually do often get overrun with cars uh, and with visitors. So parking's a pretty crucial thing for our businesses. And um, as I say, uh, looking forward to having that discussion with staff on Thursday afternoon mm. and um, making some uh, some headway on that one. Yeah, and I guess you can anticipate having increased traffic of all sorts, really. Obviously, you want uh, traffic on the shared path, but um, that will also come with people taking their cars to certain points and so forth as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like it's, it's, as I say, it's one of those things, um, uh, you know, people bring their cars and, and, and uh, like I say, stop for a drink or a coffee or an ice cream or something like that and um, then you've got to say local people at the same time wanting to do their shopping and, and, and that sort of stuff as well so uh, look it's, um, it's just one of those fiddly little issues that, that comes up, goodness me you look at uh, most of the major council projects in the last few years, there's always been discussions about parking, it wouldn't be Dunedin if there wasn't talk, <laughs> talk about parking Indeed um... Te Raoni Beach is on your list to talk about too today, Paul. Yes, yeah, so um, huge progress on the development of the, of the um, playground and the picnic area there. Um, I can't say enough about how this has been a really good collaborative project between the City Council, Port Otago, the Runaka and the local community there as well. Um, we are really looking forward to seeing the artwork which is being produced by... Novak, um, which is also uh, which has a, a Maori design um, based on influences of the local Runanga there. Um, I was going to say it's probably it would be one of the first twenty um, first uh, century Maori uh, sculptures on the peninsula, but actually the uh, peninsula connection is actually um, just slightly um, put them at the post. There's some beautiful motifs. Uh, relating to the Harbour Cone Hirawika uh, in the new Broad Bay uh, road work. But um, Araha's work is actually going to be really fantastic for this. It's, a, it's an entrance way. Uh, it has a lot of influence uh, around the harbour. And um, I think it's really exciting for the peninsula and, and really exciting for the community. Um, I think we've moved on from um, just the painted... Uh, just the painted bus shoulders, which are fantastic in themselves, but actually having physical work that um, you, that are three dimensional is going to be great for the uh, for the area. So much going on. You've got some tidbits around tomahawk to share as well, Paul. 
Yeah, so I popped in uh, a couple of weeks ago to a Tomahawk uh, Lagoon um, meeting the very hard-working Echo Targo group here who basically teach young people about monitoring freshwater and um, that sort of stuff. They do a fantastic job uh, with that. They teach schools uh, about water science, about um, the health of the lagoon, and we desperately need that kind of information being fed through as we work now um, through the development of a catchment group. Um, a couple of guys there who've worked, Dean Williamson, Steve Caddy, they've worked tirelessly to uh, form a catchment group uh, with a view to looking at the protection and development uh, of the Tomahawk Lagoon. A um, couple of other things that have come up. Um, the old school um, site there also. Um, been a bit of um, discussion and, and excitement around the community around looking at the development of that site with the City Council. And I know that uh, local people have been putting their heads together on that. Um, and um, also just uh, one or two other things that have sort of popped up around traffic and vehicles being on beaches. That's sort of been an age-old problem for there. And so we're sort of looking at those things as well. Um, it's really important that we don't forget the Tomahawk community. It's definitely very much part of the old, uh, the whole Otago Peninsula was part of the old Peninsula County. And um, a, a really special sort of little place. It's, it's the largest freshwater body uh, actually on the Otago Peninsula and probably within the city. Another special place, Pukeheke Church. And there's some work there on restoration, Paul. Yeah, look, again, another really tireless uh, community organisation. Um, the Pukehiki Church is really quite special. Um, it was actually originally built by Walter Riddell, who was actually um, Larnick, um, William Larnick's carpenter. Um, and Riddell also had a really special part to play in actually the development of farming uh, on the Otago Peninsula. Uh, but the church, as I say, it looks, the, the restoration work, the external restoration work, is actually now complete, and the trust that's working on that now are looking at the interior works. They're looking at potentially the rest of the complete restoration by September. I know that there's also been some fantastic work done on some of the stone walls in that area as well. It's been a 10-year project that start, started way back in 2014, and um, there's going to be a major celebration of this on the 28th and 29th of October. If you've never been to the Pukahiki Church, it's actually a lovely little church. It really is fantastic. A lot of people get married uh, at Pukahiki. Um, I know myself, I actually had some of my wedding photos in Pukahiki um, many, many years ago, what I should say, 27 and a half happy years ago. Uh, and uh, like I say, this has been a really fantastic um, project from this group, from this trust. And uh, the work that they've done in terms of um, restoration of this really historic building is fantastic. Well, so much going on out on our beautiful Otago Peninsula, and it's always great to catch up with you, Paul. You have your finger on the pulse with all of it. Um, thanks so much for taking some time to join us for Around the Boards again, Paul, and we look forward to catching up with you again in four weeks' time. Have a great day, Jeff, and I uh, hope your listeners have a great one as well. Kia ora. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.